Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes, and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my hardworking wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, welcome back. Thanks, I almost missed my cue. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) You look distracted. I was a little distracted, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all right. Now this is our 11th episode. Yeah. So... We made it past the milestone number 10. Yeah, a big milestone, I feel like. I feel like not all podcasts make it past the 10th episode. Yeah, I think that was an important one for us to get past. Yeah, so now we can just stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll try to keep it going. You still enjoying it? Yeah, I am. I think this one was hard because we did watch this movie, like, what, three days ago? <laughs> three or four days ago it was. Uh, yeah, we had a lot going on. We tried to squeeze it in on one evening on the weekend and... It's been hard to find a time to to record, and it's been a couple of days, but that's okay. Yeah, I hope I I just hope I remember everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I've watched the movies. I go and watch the movies and just like watching them and just enjoy them. Like, and I feel like at the beginning maybe I did a little bit of like trying to take mental notes. I may have been like just the first movie, <laughs> but then um, I kind of just like watch it and then create my thoughts later after I watched the whole thing, you know? Yeah. I think like you were talking about, we kind of let it simmer for at least a day and study. And then we look over the notes and we look back at other facts about it. And I know with me, it's like seeing different screenshots of movies and things that just remind me of, of a lot of the, the good parts of the movie that I want to talk about. And so it kind of helps me remember and stuff, but. I don't know is how, with your process. I think it's funny how we're having kind of different processes as we watch these movies. And, you think and it's funny get... or you think it's like obvious? Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> we're just... Barely, we're very different people. And I well, mean, I just, not only not are we a man and a woman, but we also are very different personalities and the way we, um, you know, absorb things and, yeah. well, and just, take I, things That's in. not the funny part. The funny part was how it's kind of evolved a little bit. How I've kind oh, of oh over the podcast yeah how, like how we kind of like you said how we doing our first couple episodes and gotcha. how we're doing it now yeah and kind oh, of I thought that was just in, me so that's good yeah <laughs> it's good to know <laughs> no I do like to absorb it and think about it and and look over things again after after the fact after we watch it so now we are eleven episodes in uh, this is our eleventh episode have you noticed anything that surprises you about the way we do things the way I do it. The way, like we were talking about how we study or or get prepared for the episodes, but just doing the whole podcast thing, is there anything that's kind of surprised you or good or bad or me or you personally or anything? Um, Not really. I mean, no, I mean, nothing's really surprised me. Uh, I'm actually surprised at how, I mean, I know you don't, you don't see it that way, but I'm surprised at how many people actually really like the show. (laughs) (laughs) Like... I mean, and maybe just like our family and friends and um, people we know, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like we have pretty good listeners, and you know, everybody I tell about our podcast, they always think it's such a great idea. You know, whether they listen or not, I don't know, but um, I just think that it was such a unique idea, and that um, you know, podcasts are slow burns. It's not like social media where you can go viral. I mean, I guess you can, maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah. if you had a cool guest on or something, maybe that'll be our next uh Yeah, I don't know how you do guests. Thing. Maybe if we people 
like actors or or somebody that someone who's an expert in, in something that we do exactly. i don't know i don't know how um, we would do because that was one thing they said to build an audience is to get guests i'm like we don't really that's kind of not our platform is not well, we guest start related. at the lower levels well i'm not know? talking about that i'm just saying because it's his and her so it's it's yeah. a back and forth between me and you mostly but i do like getting i mean talking about the movies like if uh, um one of our parents or a friend or a relative or somebody that watch, listens to the podcast has something to say about an episode. I think it's fun to like talk about, talk it, about yeah. it and their perspective on that movie or that subject, especially yeah. if it's relatable. Well, maybe we can do like, or we can record clips or something, yeah. or something like that. I don't yeah, know. One there. thing that you had mentioned that, um, that I actually did start implementing is that you said to listen to our podcast on 1.25 speed <laughs> and it is perfect. And you are correct. <laughs> I know. I do listen to mine at one and one and a quarter speed. I know my sister listens to it one and a half speed. Oh my that's, lord, that's, that's so really fast. hard to listen to it. I'll she listens to, to all her podcasts really slow for her because I know I already do talk really fast. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Yes, yeah, she listens to all her, not just ours, but all her podcasts at one and a half speeds. I do all of mine at one and a quarter, and I get through. I get through. I just a lot can't quicker. do that. I'm not. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. And I'm surprised I'm that way. I, I am. Not I am one, too. I am not that kind of. I don't know. I'm just. This is not my personality to speed stuff up like that. I, can't. I just want to listen to it in in real time and to get the whole effect of the the talking, but. At the same time, it works. And I know it does work for us because we're kind of a little slower talkers. We? And, well, I mean me. And <laughs> the transition sometimes get a little... Yes, the transition sometimes, yes. Um, but no, I know I am not... like I am that type person too where I actually GPS everything, even if I've been there a million times, because I want to get there the fastest way possible in the least amount of time. And I just, I value my time, you know, and, but I can't do that. I can't do it with podcasts. I can't do it with YouTube videos. I can't do it with, I used to listen to audiobooks. I, I couldn't do it with that. I don't know why. I guess, the I don't part, know. I feel yeah. like it takes away the feeling of it, you know? Yeah. But I could for ours. <laughs> yeah. But that's because I already knew what it was about, you know? Right. But no, it is, I, I think, I do think one point, I think one, one and a quarter is fine. Yeah. But yeah, one and a half, that's, that's a little fast. <laughs> I don't know how you. I had a buddy of ours. I just, I just giggle the whole time because they sound like chipmunks. <laughs> I, yeah, right. <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> I, had a, I remember a buddy of ours years ago, he would, he, a couple of years ago, he said, we hadn't seen him in a while and he come and says, hey to us and, and. We were laughing, and then he says, yeah, Megan's the reason that I'm able to listen to podcasts at one and a half speeds. Oh. Because <laughs> he's so used to talking fast. Oh, nice. So it was, well. so, so it was like, that's how we got used to it. I thought it was that's true. I don't but, talk that fast any, as much anymore, but. But anyway, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not disagreeing. Okay, I see. I see how it is. I try to move the conversation along. <laughs> okay. No, I did. I think that what things have surprised me about pleasantly surprised us no it's fine uh as how great you are doing this with me and how much you've enjoyed it and you're really good at it uh i think listening to the podcast back you are much better at it than i am oh no I'm you not. sound a lot better that's I think, not true i think not I, at one and a quarter <laughs> i sound normal at one and a quarter <laughs> well i was telling you that um so i had a friend of mine and she was telling me that she hadn't listened to all of our episodes, but she really wanted to. But she was listening to one of them, 
And she really loves that our chemistry, which I was like, well, hopefully we have good chemistry, yeah. you know. We've been together a long time. Um, but she was saying how she just thought it was so funny because, like, you have the southern, very slow draw, and I'm just like... <laughs> So we, you bring we a com- different energy. We complement each other fairly well, so that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. You bring a different energy, but I think my my voice. I I slur a lot. I think my so do st- I. Stir, my stuff runs together, and you can't understand me sometimes. And I try to do better. Better. I can't even say. I can't even get better. As now I'm you're thinking to, about it too hard. I know, trying to enunciate or something. I don't know. So yeah, I, I guess we're all our own worst critics i guess right that's true very true so but anyways i just want to ask i know we're 10 episodes in the past uh, we've done 10 episodes well i'll and... i'll one up you oh. is there anything you would like to change for the next 10 episodes Ooh. Or uh improve on to improve on i think like i said me talking <laughs> the way i talk <laughs> you need to take some therapy classes. i need some speech therapy <laughs> I don't hear it. I don't. I don't know. It, it just sometimes I, yeah. I'm hard on myself. I'm sure, but you know, I don't. I think the way we run, the way we have it structured, there's not a, a lot to do different, and maybe some other things on the um, that's not the recording portion of it. Maybe streamline some things, or maybe better editing, or better um, a quicker studies of. But I think that'll just come over time. Yeah. And I have my websites that I like to go to, certain ones that help me out. And maybe pick, maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe my movie picks. I don't know. I don't know. I would like improve to improve your movie picks? Not improve. Oh. Maybe just make them more, pick more popular ones <laughs> that people, I don't know if I'm picking good ones no, or not. I, think I don't know good. if I'm doing good. Well, I mean, and, and in all fairness, a lot of the movies that you love, I've seen. So, you know, or we love together. And I like the popular ones. And I haven't gotten into those movies yet. The ones that you've seen before. We're trying, the early movies we've been really hitting on movies that neither one of us have seen before, but that's going to run out eventually. And we'll do ones that maybe that you've only seen once, but I still love and want to see again or vice versa. Or, uh, I don't know. We've done a lot of ones that are kind of early 90s and late eighties and lit. so maybe we'll get into two thousands some, some more modern movies and we'll see. Yeah. So something to look forward to everybody. Yeah. Well, I think so. I would like to incorporate, <clears throat> we already talked about like some sort of guests. I don't know how that will be, whether it will be the, the whole episode or just like a portion, a portion of the episode. I don't really know. Maybe we can do some like quotes. Um, also would love some sponsors. So sponsors, okay. if anyone, maybe not for the next 10 episode, but maybe just, for next year. Well, building hey, the audience is the yeah, biggest yeah. thing. Um, Figuring out a way to build the audience. Yeah. Having some kind of sponsors, um, whether it's sponsors or just like, um, affiliate codes, you know, I think that's one of the first ways to start is having affiliate codes and those are fairly easy to get. Um, and then work your way into sponsors and doing commercials and stuff and in the middle of your podcast, you know, where yeah. people can just fast we, forward 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> like we I, all do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shh, might, our sponsors oh, won't want us to know that. that. <laughs> they know. <laughs> no, I think at that point, if we ever like monetize our podcast, I think that I feel like we've actually made it. Oh, yeah. You know that. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though. But it's I think really there's a there's like a base number, I think, that people like look at. And I don't know what that in, in, what that involves at, at that point. But 
So we're ad free at this point. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think, like you said, just growing our audience more and figuring out what what and if there is an algorithm for podcasts. I'm not really sure. I don't know enough about it. Like I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an expert with Instagram, but I'm pretty good with it. I know I'm familiar with it. I've done a lot of research. Um, I feel like podcasts and TikTok are kind of my, I don't know, like the wild, wild west. I don't have a clue. <laughs> so I'm sure there is a formula and there's ways to do that. Um, you know, and just kind of ask around, do our research, watch some YouTube videos, you know, figure that kind of right. thing out. But well, I know that people subscribing and five-star ratings on their platforms and leaving reviews help out a lot. And that, that brings your podcast up to... When people are just searching for random stuff, it'll show up yeah. and that'll put more eyeballs on it, at least to to see. But so speaking of, if you enjoy a podcast, right? If you enjoy our podcast, <laughs> give it a rating and a review. That would help out the algorithm, so other people can hear our podcast yeah. and and love it as as, as much as y'all do. Yeah, <laughs> hope we all are still enjoying it. And we've I know we have some loyal listeners and um, people that catch up a couple episodes and here yeah. and there. So. Uh, we hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're here. I know I know you're probably here to hear Megan talk. Caleb. <laughs> Let's be honest. Everybody likes the co-host more than the host. <laughs> not true. No, no. All right, I'll stop. But all right. So we'll get it go ahead and get in. We're already a few little uh been talking for a few minutes, more than I thought. And get, getting into the movie. I know you always ask. You're like, so what are we going to intro with? I was like, I don't know. Let's wing it. And we always do great. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> I did have to cut one thing one time because we just come up with something. We talked about it. We did this little game. I know. Y'all never will hear it. It was great. It was my idea. Never will hear no, it. No, you did a great job. I was I caught you off low, guard. <laughs> I was low energy. No, I caught you way off ter- guard. You I didn't were sound like... great. You sounded great. But <laughs> we ended up talking about other subjects that related to the movie that I didn't think about that we were actually going to get into. So yeah, we'll do it again. We'll, we'll do, do it again. Yeah. We'll do something else. So look something, forward to that. Something different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we'll get into our movie. This was a, my pick. This is, like I said, a, uh, episode 11. This is the, his pick. And this is, um, the 1993, uh, movie Rudy. I need your help. Why should I help? I just want to be a part of this university. The nuts. A lot of people have been telling me that lately. Sometimes a winner is a dreamer who just won't quit. <laughs> hey, you guys. My son's going to go to day. I'm here to play football for the Irish. God would put your heart in some of my players' bodies. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. You got hardly a speck of athletic ability. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. A true story from the creators of Hoosiers. You ready, champ? I've been ready for this my whole life. Rudy is actually, I think it's our first biographical movie. 
and sports movie. Mm-hmm. Semi Dirty Dancing, we found out was <laughs> no, that was <laughs> just based, based, based on some characters. <laughs> this is a biopic for sure. This is this is based on a true story. Um, and his as, what was his uh, full name? Daniel um, Rudy Rudiger. Uh, his nickname is Rudy. But uh, we watched this on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you want to watch that on Hulu, if you have the subscriptions, it's, it's out there available. I feel like there's something else we need to keep us going into it. So we're just getting into the... The director. Yeah, we'll get into all that. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. Some This is... Uh, I did want to say this is our... Yeah, this is our first sports movie. This is a football movie. I did want to pick it because it was... Football season, that's the one reason I picked. Oh, Rudy okay. is the first. Well, we've seen most of the baseball ones because we're a big baseball yeah. family and our kids love baseball and I love baseball. I'm not much of a football fan, but I'll sit and watch it and eat some wings with you. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. <laughs> eat some snacks. You, you never grew up watching football, did you? I mean, we. my dad did. Yeah. Like, he's a diehard Alabama fan, but I just never got into football. You never got into football. I mean, I didn't play football. Like, I played baseball or softball, so it's a little different. Right. But. I remember we were, when we had been, I don't know if we were married probably at the time, and I, you knew I liked football, and you let me watch, you watch it with me sometimes, or zone out, do your own thing. We watch it together in quotes, but you, well, uh, so they all, that's what all the married people would say, what we were married, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> so you, but it's funny because you would learn the team names and everything, and so I oh, would. Oh God, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is just a, sums up our whole life we <laughs> <laughs> have an inside joke this is all come from stemmed from but there were uh we would go through the nfl team names and so i think there was it was two teams that were playing and there was the indianapolis team was playing somebody and so you saw the horseshoe the logo of the horseshoe and you said what team is that and so i was giving you hints about what the team name was i said i said it's it's a baby horse and he said a pony <laughs> a pony <laughs> i mean i was like i you thought were, i was confident you were so committed to the the <laughs> confident pony in my guess <laughs> busted out laughing no that's not what a baby horse is called <laughs> well that is the fact of like what what football team would be called the ponies like what, we would call so ourselves insulting. a pony who's so the ponies <laughs> A Although couple. there are the dolphins, and I don't know if they're much better. And then a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Megan, yeah. I was like, no, it's the Colts. It was yeah. Indianapolis Colts. I mean, so, so whenever like we were asking questions, we always had this inside joke: the ponies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like we always would have not competitions, but I was I I always liked you to quiz me on like yeah, that was yeah. what uh you know what the team name was and like what their mascot was and. I don't know why I always felt so confident. It's not like I went and like studied it. I never did. I just was like, I know these yeah, <laughs> the ponies. Because I would I would ask you like, I would give you a city and you would yeah, tell you me. Yeah, you say Indianapolis and I would say ponies. <laughs> yeah, I would give you a city and you would tell me what sports. And usually you would get a sports team in there. It might be in the basketball team or the baseball yeah, team. Yeah, that's, that's where it tricks me up on. Yeah, you, were, you didn't quite get the right sport, but you got the right city. <laughs> <laughs> I know they were mostly like baseball names, yeah. baseball teams. You do know do you do know a lot more about baseball than yes. anything. But this is a Notre Dame. This is a college. This is yes, a, this, this is, is college, based on his. Which I do say, I would say, 
college football is a lot more pleasant to watch. Um, I always just find it fascinating. I remember growing up and thinking, like, you know, like in my in my preteen, teen years, like these college guys were like so old and you know, <laughs> know. just like I mean, they look huge. And then I still think realizing, <laughs> yeah, well, realizing as they, you know, as I got older, I'm like, oh my god, they're my age when I'm in my twenties, and and now I'm like mid upper thirties, and I'm like. These dudes are younger than me. <laughs> they yeah. look huge. Now everybody in the NFL is younger than us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true too. <laughs> Mostly, but yeah, for sure. I always, like you said, it's still as huge as they are, as and as as much um, popularity and stuff they have. You're like, it's hard to imagine that these guys are actually just 18, 19, 20 years old. I know, babies. Yeah, but. So we like I said, we watched Rudy. This was released in uh, September eighteenth, nineteen ninety three, in the Toronto Film Festival. Which nineteen uh, September eighteenth? What date? What what famous date is that for? Our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Another inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, September 18th is my birthday. It's Kayla's birthday. <laughs> yeah, Megan always thought that our our anniversary was June, June 18th. 18th. Yeah. It was June 16th. Because my birthday is the 18th, so she got confused early in our marriage about the which day of June it was. And so I've, I've never let her let it down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's okay. You do the same thing for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Um, but then, it, and then about that? Rudy was, uh, released in theatrical, the theatrical release was on October 15th of 93. Oh, okay. So, uh, they had a budget of $12 million and wow. it made $22.8 million. It's not a big box office hit, but it definitely holds the test of time. I would think, and I won't go through the movies that came out that year, but oh. I do want to tell you what other sports movies came out in 1993. Okay. Do you think you could imagine a, what a, what other sports movie famous? It's actually a really good year for sports movies. Is it Field of Dreams? No, not um, Field of Dreams. It's a good Sandlot? Guess. It was. Sandlot yes! came out that year. Sandlot came out. <laughs> Second guess. Also, Rookie of the Year oh, came out. Oh, that was going to be my other one. And then, Love that movie. And then uh, Cool Runnings. <laughs> Cool Runnings, Cool yep. Runnings, yep. So, good sports movie year. Yes, it was. Very good. Yeah, so... Classics. Classics. It's a classic. <laughs> the uh, writer was Angelo Pizzo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Angelo Pizzo. He was known for writing um, other sport, the other sports movie Hoos- uh, Hoosiers mm-hmm. in 1986. And then, interesting fact about him is that the um, the real life Rudiger uh, Rudy Rudy he decided to sell his story in 1986 and wanted Pizzo to write the script, but Pizzo initially refused as he hated Notre Dame and didn't want anything to do with with them. But um, Rudy. Um, managed to convince him to write write it anyways. Well, I read too. I'm not sure if this is true or not because well, I'm. In all fairness, we don't know if any of the facts that we say this is, is true. <laughs> this exactly is true. true. But, but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so it said that he, I don't know if it was Pizzo or someone else or whatever, heard the story about Rudy while they were eavesdropping at a restaurant. Really? 
Yeah, I said that he they were eavesdropping. I guess he was talking. Rudy was talking to a friend about like his story or whatever, or maybe just something personal. I'm not sure. And they thought it was a great story, and then they pitched it to. That's what I think it was. I think it was some like an intern or something. They pitched it to Pizzo. Um, not sure who they sold it for. I'm not sure, but um, again, not sure if that's true or not. Right. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, I don't know if I don't or know the, or I don't the know. Uh, events of that. How <laughs> it happened. And I don't know if it's because of the 1986. That was the year that Hoosiers came out, and that gave him that made him want that same writer to write right. his story. I don't know if that had anything to I do with seen it. Haven't that movie either. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Gene Hackman, so basketball, high school basketball, uh, Indiana basketball. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I don't think I, I, saw that. I don't think I've seen all the way through. I know I've seen the end of it, a lot of the end of it. I don't know if I've seen that one all the way through. That's a really good. Uh, that one gets a lot of. Of praise for sports movies. We have to add it to the list. Yeah. And then you have the director, David S. I don't know. Ann's Paul. Yeah. Good job. You know, if, if this, if you're new to, to the podcast, if this, you're, you're going to realize that I butcher a lot of, of names. You just got to say it with confidence, so, whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. I'm going to try to say something and just totally cuss somebody. Take somebody <laughs> think to a cuss word. I'm like, oh crap. I messed that up. So if you if you're drinking if you make it to a drinking game you might get drunk pretty quick. If you're listening for me to butcher names, so but he also directed Hoosiers and Rudy. So both the director and writer did Hoosiers and Rudy. Okay. So, uh, well, uh, how about this main cast? There's only a few I really want to talk about. A lot of a lot of good supporting characters. Um, uh, Sean Astin as, as Rudy. I mean, he does such a good job. I know. He has like, I don't know. He just, I, I couldn't imagine anybody else doing, doing the, playing, playing his role. I mean, he's got the right size compared yeah, to everybody sure. else. And, sure. um, he just, he's just really good. And, you know, he's been around for a long time. Uh, I just can't picture him anything else but the Goonies. Yeah. He's in the Goonies. <laughs> I was like, all I see him as his little brother in the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, he does. He's played Sam in Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, we haven't um, seen those. Yeah, I've seen, I haven't. I've seen all those. I yeah. haven't. I take that back. Yeah, I he was. He's Frodo's uh, friend that helps him along the way. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Later and later. No, he did the whole time. He's with him the whole time. No, no. I mean, Lord of the Rings was shot later. Oh yeah, it was in two thousand. Yeah. Gotcha. Two thousand. Yeah. And then he was also in Fifty First Dates. You remember him? He was in. Uh, yes. He, yeah, he's the brother of. Oh yes, uh, yes. Drew Dick the, the one with the lisp. Yeah, he's got. He's got the. Uh, and he's, he's swole. <laughs> he's working out and not swole, but he wants thinks he is. Oh yeah, that's And he's right. got the uh, the netted shirt. Oh, yeah. The neon that's right, net that's shirt. Right. Yeah, it's that's great. Funny. Yeah, I, I just think he. Yeah, he's done some good stuff, but those are those are my those are my favorite movies that he's in. You've got his his dad. I'll talk about his dad for a minute. Uh, net. Betty, Betty, Ned Betty, uh, he plays Dan. Drake. I don't know, Drake. <laughs> we should do a sound effect. I know, that's why I make a terrible host. You should just do these parts for me. Hush, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so Ned, he he passed away in 2021 at 83, but he played, he played Otis in the Superman, Superman 1 and 2 from 1978 Superman. He played Lex Luthor's assistant. He was the bubbling um, assistant. Okay. And he also voiced um, um, what was his name? Uh, Latso in the Toy Story Three. He was the one that voiced Latso, the bear. Latso. Oh, 
The oh, pink, Lotso. The, Lotso. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Lotso. Lotso. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was like, that's not right. Lotso. Lotso, yeah. It was probably, probably spelled that way, Lotso, but yeah, Lotso. Yeah. Lotso the bear. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to think. Yeah. The evil bear, right? Yeah, he's the yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah. He's, he's the bad guy. He, I didn't realize he, he voiced it. That's cool. But he had a really long career, good career. Most of it's... Um, you know, 70s and 80s and stuff. A lot of stuff probably I haven't really seen much of, but I didn't recognize him in a couple of... I thought it was funny. I definitely recognized him from Superman, the original Superman movies with Christopher Reeve. Um, one other one I wanted to talk about was D-Bob. Rudy's buddy D-Bob, who was played by one of my favorite yes. guys, Favreau. Uh, John Favreau. Yes. Uh, he. Uh, this was actually his first film movie film that he played in he played in this it was also stuff. vince vaughn's first yes film. yeah it was vince vaughn he was in this and you reckon i didn't even recognize him oh yeah because he was so young i know and so different he plays the football a football player i think he plays he's actually my worst character on my list oh is he yeah not like i just i just didn't like because he was so mean yeah 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 i get that so i thought it was funny because they play a, a lot of movies together vince mm-hmm. vaughn and, and john favreau that's where they met for the first time and uh it's funny, John Favreau, he didn't really do much between Rudy. He did a couple of, like, you know, dumb roles um, before, uh, after Rudy, and then to the mid-90s. And then he took a took a risk and wrote his own, wrote a script called Swingers in 1996 and wrote for Vince Vaughn to be in it. Mm-hmm. So that was him. That was John Favreau's and Vince Vaughn's breakout roles was in what John Favreau wrote, Swingers. Mm-hmm. So, and then, uh, you know, they've done some other stuff together. They did Four Christmases together. That's right, yeah. Um, it was one of our one of Yeah, our it was one of our favorites. Favorites we watch every year. Uh, John Favreau also was in uh, The Replacements in 2000. He was uh, Daredevil, the 2003 uh, Daredevil. He played um, Foggy. Uh, he directed one of his... Breakout director roles was when he directed Elf, the 2003 Elf, and he actually played the doctor in that one. Yeah. And then he has really made notoriety for what he's done um, in the Marvel franchise, and he took the first Marvel Cinematic Universe film, Iron Man, and mm-hmm. did that whole trilogy, and um, and then played um, Happy Hogan and all the and throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so so uh, he's done he's done a lot. He's done he did he also directed uh, Jungle Book and Lion King, um, some other ones. Right. And he Second, also, the the the, re- of the Lion live King. action ones, right? The re- more recent ones, and he also created the um, popular show The Mandalorian on Disney oh, Plus. I didn't know that. So he, he he so he's got a lot of he's got a lot of stuff going on in Disney. Uh, to with the uh, Star Wars franchise, but I just think it's so cool how how his how his whole career has gone. That's yeah. what I think is so neat because he's a really good actor. He plays really great supporting roles a lot of times. He was so good in this. I love. He was this. so I good. Loved, I loved him and Rudy together in this film. Like, yeah, them together, their chemistry together was so great. Yeah, like this whole character, uh, opposite each other. You know him. They're just so different characters, mm-hmm. different personalities and stuff. And at first, they they look like they're going to be like. Um, enemies, yeah. Enemies. I they're thought going, they were. I yeah. thought he was going to be mean to him at first. Yeah, and then <laughs> they just became really great buddies. And to see their 
interactions and stuff throughout throughout the movie was was great. He was a great character, supporting character for for um for Sean Astin for sure. And so I just thought, I just really want to take a minute to talk about John Favreau because I had the opportunity to. <laughs> this has a really great. He has a great acting, writing, director, and creator. Um, yeah, he's just one of the top names right now in in those areas. So that was neat. So, anyways, you're looking at me like, where are we going Sorry. next? Where are we going? Today? Yeah, where are we going <laughs> I'm next? Moving on, moving on, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm glad right. you read my face very well. I was like, what? What are we doing next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. This my you had seen this movie before, correct? Have you seen it before? I don't remember. I think I have. Maybe I just saw clips. I right. can't remember. Um, I, I I'm assuming not because I can't remember. So okay. we'll just say not. Because you thought you had <laughs> yeah. seen it before, so I wasn't sure. We hadn't really talked about it, so I didn't know if that was right. if you had seen it before. Um, I'd I mean, seen if I it, did, it was been like fifteen, you know, sixteen plus years oh, ago. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't... Um, Could have fallen asleep in class. I don't know. But if that's what I'm saying, if I did watch it, I feel like I remember watching it in our film class in college, but it could have just been a couple of clips. Right. It could have just showed it. you some stuff instead yeah, yeah. of just... Instead of, instead it didn't of make a lasting impression on me like it did, did this time, so... It didn't? It didn't then, then obviously, because okay, I don't I remember. You. I got you. I, I see you. <laughs> so I don't remember when I first seen this. Like It came out in the... 90s and i would have watched it probably on tv or something but i've definitely seen it a few times it's been a while since i had seen it but just it's just one of those movies that it comes on you could just watch it i think it's just if you could catch the last 30 minutes of that movie anytime and just get you fired up i think but yeah it's got a very remember the titans feel to it and i know that's your favorite movie so yeah. <laughs> one of can't say the yeah favorite movie. it's my favorite sports movie not Superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, Remember the Titans is my favorite sports movie. Gotcha. But um, that's one you could just turn on and watch it. But it's just, those, those easy watching, inspiring movies are just, they're just great to, you see it on TV and just click it on. Yeah. So how did you, let's just go into it. How did you feel about it? What was your, what was your overall feeling, your, your takeaway going into it and then coming out of it? Um, just um, overall. Well, I knew it was an inspiring movie. I knew it had. So you like thought a, I was cheating? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, thought, I love how we think this is a competition. <laughs> always. Our, our movie picks and our ratings. <laughs> our ratings yeah. It's always a competition. It's a competition. It's um, not a competition, Megan. Just because it's an inspiring movie. I know. Not a competition, but I'm losing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the losers say. That's right. right. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so. I did want to talk about like some scenes that I really liked and some things I didn't like because um, I, I usually I'm really bad about like not talking about what I didn't like. Yeah. So I did want to touch base on that because I know you do that. I do that. So you're trying. <laughs> I've inspired you yes. to pull out the bad. Well, there wasn't a lot that I didn't like. So yeah. I mean, and most of it was not like you specific. Know, yeah, it wasn't like, like the writing or the actors or the characters more like the scenarios i just didn't like because it's sad yeah <laughs> you know but it has purpose in the movie right you know what i mean so um i think the biggest thing that i did not like was the relationship that he had with his parents which mm -hmm. i feel like that is so typical of that time of year or that time of life you know was children and their parents relationships just were we're that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, like, he even kind of, like, his dad even kind of went into that where 
he was brought up that way. Like, this is how you're supposed to do your life. And this is, you have no choice to go up. It's only this, you know, there's only, right. it's only linear. And, um, well, he talks about how his, his grandfather came over and he lost everything and he took a risk and lost everything. Right. And so he wanted to play it safe. He thought Rudy needed to play it safe. Right. And just have a good, uh, safe job that makes good money, good, good, yeah. good money and live. And so, yeah. Yeah, and that happens a lot. I think you can see that a lot in in people's lives. Yeah, I mean, that, even now, I feel like, especially yeah, exactly. if you have you know a parent who has a good job, or you know they want their child to go into that because they know that's safe. They were successful, so they raise them up to be into that job. Um, but you know, I don't really know. Like, I kind of was trying to think. I was like, what made Rudy? What was what was different about Rudy that made him? think that way was it because Mm -hmm. like you know i kind of felt like it was because of the people who told him he couldn't do those things you know you know but i'm I'm like what what sparked him even in the beginning when he was a child like you know what was it because he was small or was it just his personality was it um you know did he have someone in his life that was speaking into him you know like you can do anything you know was it a teacher um they didn't really touch on that part they just kind of was like he just had this spark of you know, a dream that he, he wanted yeah. to accomplish and he just had the heart and the, yeah. the drive mm-hmm. that, um, they get into a little bit about yeah. his brothers. And well, I think his biggest like drive too. was, yeah, his, his brothers and he, well, you know what, you know, I think it might be his friend, you know, his friend who passed, he was very supportive of him and was like, no, nah, man, you can do it. You can do whatever you want. You know, yeah. um, I think there, that has a lot to do with it. Too. Yeah. And the movie's a little bit different. There are, uh, uh, and I'll get into it in a little bit about, the what was true right yeah, and, or the historical accuracy true, yeah. uh we'll talk a little bit about that one thing is that his dad in real life was supportive of him oh okay so uh well good <laughs> yeah but it makes good it makes for a good movie yeah. a lot of stuff and and well it creates inter- the angst it creates the heartache that right. you feel for rudy and it makes you want to root for him makes him the hero you know right so yeah, without exactly. that you'd be like Okay. But it was. It so was. <laughs> but I agree with you. The hard. It was. That's the hardest part. It was part. hard to watch. It's hardest part yeah. to watch in the movie was his Maybe brother and his dad were very against it. His dad was like, you could tell he. It, it looked like he was. He wanted to, but he just wanted him safe. And but his brother was like angry about it. Yeah. He, 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 I think he was jealous. He's jealous. He yeah. he didn't want it. Um. He thought he would. You know. He didn't. He didn't support him. But and he also didn't have a brother in real life. You know that? He didn't have an older brother. An older brother. He was yeah. the older. Frank was not. Uh, it was not. He was not a real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were two characters in there that were created that were big. Yeah. Um, I can go ahead and tell you, talk about that. Go the, for it. The two characters, Frank, his older brother, actually Rudy was the older sibling of. I think he had fourteen. There were fourteen siblings. Holy cow! So he was the oldest, <laughs> and then Frank was a made-up character, and the other one was Fortune. The ground, no. the groundskeeper, the oh, groundskeeper. He, he he was the made up character. That stinks. He was my favorite. Yeah, no, he really was. <laughs> but Frank was. It said the reason what Frank was made up to embody all the people that doubted him and told right. him that he couldn't do it along the way. And Fortune was was a made up character to be the mentor role and to embody all the people that encouraged him on his journey. Right. So. They were probably, they were really, instead of making a bunch of different characters and right, having, they yeah, just kind of embodied all, all of those, of them, yeah. all of them. So, yeah. So I thought that was, inter- that was interesting. Those are two important characters, but the reason they did it was, was pretty good. 
Yeah. So that was the only thing I I, I didn't say I wouldn't like I didn't like it just it made my heart hurt for him. Yeah. And which I mean that's what they want you to do is just it's you know sympathy for him. Um, which brings to a really good scene when when uh when he comes when he brings his dad the letter yes. of acceptance into Notre Dame. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. yeah. His dad was so proud of him that he got into Notre Dame and announced it in the steel mill like that. He was he was very proud of him. His brother still looked jealous and and yeah. didn't care, but. Um, I was glad his that he dad did was that. Really, I was worried he was still gonna not, you know, care and yeah. be like, yeah, okay, cool, this is not real, or you know. But I thought that was really cool that he finally was like, and I, and I really think from then on he really did like have faith in him and believe in yeah. his dream. And they weren't really worried about the football part, even though that was what what Rudy really was pushing toward. Right. They were just happy he got into college. Yeah, like, he was like, don't worry. He's like, it's okay, you know. And yeah, they didn't he really worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and they didn't really believe because we don't have they, obviously they didn't have like social medias and, yeah. and cameras that or they didn't have all this stuff to let him know that they were he was actually on the football team, but so they didn't really believe him. His they didn't really care. I think his dad didn't care. His brothers were picking at him. Well, along with that acceptance letter, it was like my other favorite part was when he actually opened the acceptance letter. Oh, the whole yeah. lead up to that. Yes. Yes, he was. That like, was so good. Like I loved the I loved the lead up to it because you know it was like. He wrote the letter, or he got the letter denied. Got the letter denied. Got the letter denied. And I'm like, I'm counting it. I'm like, okay, this is the last one. Yeah. He's done after this. He can't go. Can't go. Can't go back to school. Right. And um, yeah, when he got that last letter, I wonder if that really was true. If that really happened. Like he went to school for two years. He and did have to go. To, he did. Dang, it's the last last chance. He yeah. Died. He, he. Um. Yeah. And it was fine. A lot, oh, I did see an inter- interview he, with him. With the real Rudy, he said that they asked him how much, what percentage of the movie is actually accurate. He said ninety-two percent was that accurate. So a lot of that part was really was Let's was accurate it. and stuff. Um, getting in there and and the way it was, yeah, the heart, some of the heartaches they had to go through. Yeah, the, one of another one of my favorite scenes that I found out was not true was when the football players were giving up their jerseys. That's right. And uh, throwing down their jerseys in front of the coach yeah. and to get Rudy on the team, which I which it also was talking about the coach that they were doing that to. He said he was actually he was in favor of Rudy, like in real life. <laughs> like yeah. he said he had to come back and say. This is not true at all because I think he's probably getting some hate. <laughs> right, and that's what they said. It said in reality, Coach Dan Devine had announced had announced that Rudy would dress for the Georgia Tech game during practice a few days before the dramatic scene in which Rudy's senior teammates laid their jerseys on Devine's desk in protest never happened. According to Rudiger, uh, Devine was persuaded to allow him. Oh no, I lost my spot. To allow him to dress only after a number of seniors have requested to do so. Devine had agreed to be depicted as the quote heavy or the antagonist mm-hmm. in, in the film for the dramatic effect, in which he was irritated to find out that ext- out the extent of which he was vilified, yeah. saying the Jersey scene was unforgivable. It it's a lie and untrue. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's what. Um, the real Rudy said, he said, you know, he knew that things were changed for the film, for dramatic effect and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that was great writing. I love that. Yeah, scene. The, I thought that was, yeah, they had to, awesome. they talked to the actual coach, the uh, coach divine to tell them that that's what was, they were going to do, how they were going to handle that. 
scene, but he was actually a good friend of, of Rudy's right, and stuff. Yeah. He was good. So, uh, but it makes for good, t- it makes for a good movie. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, that was really cool. I love that. Another one that, another part that the chanting of Rudy yes, was not, was not true. That. I figured that was true. I'm like, these people don't even know who Rudy is. Yeah. It did say <laughs> that a few people in one section chanted Rudy as he was being carried off. Oh yeah, and then I know they said that was even that part was even kind of like a fumbled mess. Like it wasn't like how organized it was in the movie yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so Joe Montana, you know who Joe Montana is? Yes, the uh, famous uh, Hall of Fame NFL player. He was sure. he he played for the Forty Niners. Um, I was gonna say Miami. <laughs> that's Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino, so close. <laughs> no, he played for the Forty ers in the eighties and nineties, and, 90s and um, he was. On Super Bowls and stuff, very, uh, very good quarterback. Another one name. of the best quarterback, yeah, <laughs> Joe Montana. So he played for Notre Dame when he was a freshman when Rudy was a senior. Okay. And so he was a guest on the Dan Patrick Show, which is a sports radio show, on September in September of 2010. And Joe, uh, Joe, who was an active member of the team when Rudy was played for, played in the Georgia Tech, confirmed that the jersey thing never happened. Stating it's a movie. Remember, not all of that is true. The crowd wasn't chanting. Nobody threw in their jerseys. Uh, he did get. He did get the ball. The, he did get in the ball game. He got carried off the game. Carried off after the game, and then ten years later, he had an interview with Bar, Bar, Barstool Sports. He said Montana reiterated the jersey scene and the crowd chanting did not actually occur. He also implied that carrying Rudiger off the field was sarcastic rather than celebratory, saying, <laughs> saying, was there a lot of things that happened? Yeah, he got in. He got he got a sack. Was the crowd chanting? No. Did I throw in my jersey? No. Did did he get carried off the field? It says he got carried off by three of the biggest pranksters on the team. <laughs> So well, it's cool though that he did get a sack though. Like, no, yeah, he true. got in it. Yeah, he was yeah. in there for. They said the the movie depicts two scene, two plays, but he was actually in there for three plays. He was in there for the kickoff, and then there was an incomplete pass, and then that's when and then he got the sack. Gotcha. Um. So, but yeah, I think they. I think they were. Um. I was reading something. He was talking about how uh, Dan Marino. Um. Uh, I mean, not Dan Marino. You got me talking about Dan Marino. Sorry, Joe Montana. <laughs> uh. You know he he's this famous NFL quarterback and he gets asked about a, a guy that got one play got in the game one game just because he had a interaction hey, with him. Well, so. He got a movie made after him, not not uh, Montana didn't get yeah. a movie named after him. They said that he was very Joe Montana was very supportive of the movie when it came out and everything. Yeah. So that's I thought it was funny. funny. It was so funny. But those are some of the you know some of the historical accuracies and stuff and I you know I get it. Um but like I said, that last the whole last thirty minutes of that movie, whenever from the point that they start laying their jerseys on the desk of the coach to him actually getting in, to him getting to lead the team out onto the field, to sitting there watching the game and his parents there, to them chanting his name, to getting in, uh, getting the sack and get carried off. I mean, that's there's nothing better inspiring and better in film than those few minutes there's 30 minutes of 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 the movie so yeah i think my favorite part of the whole part was uh um john favreau on the stand uh, he said he's so small <laughs> he, <does>. he did <laughs> he's like crying he's like he's so small 
That was so good. I love that part. Some other scenes. Do you have any other scenes? I had a couple of other scenes. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite scene of the whole movie, which I think is probably the most popular movie, is the the don't quit scene when Rudy is wanting to quit. Oh, with Fortune? He <clears throat> yes. gives him his speech? Oh, my. That's my favorite scene, too. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's so powerful. There's so many quotes from that. Yeah, I want to read. I don't. I won't read that quote, but I will put the audio clip in here somewhere of, okay. of him talking. But, yeah. He'll... So you didn't make the dress list. There are greater tragedies in the world. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad to prove to everyone prove that I worked. What? That I was somebody. Oh, you are so full of crap. You're five feet nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years. And you're also going to walk out of here with a degree from the University of Notre Dame. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't going to never happen. Now go on back. I'm sorry I never got you to see your first game in here. Hell, I've seen too many games in this stadium. I thought you said you never saw a I've game. I've never seen a game from the stands. Yeah, him talking, telling him about him getting a degree from Notre Dame and and then revealing that too that he was on the team at one time and yeah. and stuff. But that was that was a that's great speech. Yeah. A great moment. No, I thought that was that was really powerful, really moving. I mean, obviously, it changed his mind, and he <laughs> went back. Whether I mean, he didn't even know. That's the thing is, like, you think about it, you're like, what if he did give up? You know, what if he gave up and never went back, and he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been this great football player, or you know, he wouldn't have this whole story, right? You know, obviously that happened in real life. So I wonder, kind of, was there someone in his life that kind of made them that, or did he did he actually do that? Did he actually quit? Because I wouldn't, I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't think anybody blamed him for but quitting. Like, like you're like, what's the point? What's the point of continuing on? The game is over. I'm not going to get to play. But there's so <laughs> many, uh, there's so many moments in the movie that he could quit. You yeah. know, like. Well, he had that. Ma- he had that one goal was that he was going to get to dress and play on the team, mm-hmm. and that was his only goal. His only goal was to Getting just play the no- one. One to just. Even just to dress, be on that the was, team. That was his only. That was his only goal was to dress and be on the team yeah. and to prove everyone that he was on the team because he was on the team, even though he was on the practice team. Right, he was still considered part of the team, but no one believed him. He didn't get to dress, and so I could completely understand when someone told you no, and you're like, "All right, well that's it, then it's over." Mm-hmm. You know, but I love that it told. You know, he was like, "No." I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm going to keep doing it until the very end. So he came to the practice and it really showed everybody else, you know, inspired right. everyone else too, I think. Yeah. This he, is why that scene with the jerseys was so powerful. Right. <laughs> Whether it was real or not. That's what's so great about, I mean, it took us, what, 
half the movie to get to the football part of the movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot going on. Um, a lot of lead up to even the football, not even the last few minutes of the movie where you're, you know, where he actually gets to play, but actually getting into Notre Dame and getting on the foot on the football team. But, you know, he goes in and no one takes him serious as, as a football player. Uh, even if he's on the practice squad, which like he said, there's like no one took the practice players serious. Right. I mean, they're just they're the punching bags. They're the punching bags. Yeah. And he knew his job and he wanted to make the team better. He loved Notre Dame regardless. That's what he said. And I know like I know one couple of those guys were, you know, thinking he was cocky and full of it and uh trying to right. sh- trying to show him out. And he says, Why why would I go easy on y'all? I'm trying to make y'all better. Right. He said, I'm here to make y'all better. Yeah. And that really helped them like like, oh, okay, so he's actually on our side because I think they thought he was trying to get their position, you know, which he was, but you know. Right. It's like he's a show off. He's not showing off. He's no. actually then they realized what his motivation was and then he's like his heart and his genuinely yeah, about intentions, yeah. Right. They wanted they they started liking him and they respected him as a person. And they showed a, a lot during the movie, and that's why, like you said, when they when they would show him not being on the squad, you know, all those times he's looking if his name's on the list, and the guys were like, you know, shaking their head I as know, they walked I'm by. Sorry. But and then like another time when he got onto the other players and he he got just crushed one play, the guy crushed him, and then they wanted to run again. He he wanted to stay in, and the guy didn't block him. He yeah, just didn't. He, he got just so mad. he got so mad at him. I'm like, I'm like that's really great. And that practice it, coach guy, I really liked him too. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that whole, I guess like a whole montage of him getting destroyed on the practice like, field. so bloody. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he didn't have a concussion. I know, no joke. I know. <laughs> uh, I just thought they did a really great job of of making him look small and and still being tough, at the sa- being tough at the same time. But... He was so much smaller than the other players. How tall is he actually? In real life, I don't know. I didn't look that. He's probably like five six. Yeah, he's yeah. Five, five. Like, I mean, you think about Notre Dame was the top program at the time. Yeah, I mean, football players are huge. Yeah, that was one. Of, I really like the montage with him getting yeah getting, dis- getting killed. I got qu- killed in quotes because <laughs> I just thought he was gonna die. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete's Pete's death, his his friend's death. That yeah. was such a pivotal moment in the movie Mm -hmm. and his life uh in real life but i just thought you know that was that was that was a hard scene to watch yeah it It was was, you're like wow it was tough and i don't know how he died in in real life but but he did say that his friend did die i saw the interview that that was what happened but also i did want to mention about the historical accuracy that he did not after high school he did not go work at the steel mill for four years he actually was in the navy oh wow he was in the navy for four years and they left that part out and i think one of the big reasons they left that part out was because he had a gi bill uh so he was didn't have to pay for college they had to leave that part out so in the movie it looks like he has more of a struggle of paying for his tuition at the same time but he actually had more free free time yeah, like sleeping in the yeah. cot and he was everything. actually i think they said he was a either a wrestler or a boxer in, in college too but wouldn't doubt it he likes, <laughs> i think he likes to get hit apparently <laughs> yeah. uh then the uh the other scene i liked was when he went to notre dame for the first time and he talked to the priest and he thought he was going to be yeah <laughs> he was going to be a priest did, yeah, yeah. That, that was funny that was a good that was a good moment any other ones you talked about 
No, those are the those are the good ones. I did like. I mean, I couldn't. There wasn't a scene with Faber that really stuck out, but I know that's what I was thinking too. I'm trying to think of one. It's the whole everything about him. I did like. Yeah. I guess there was a montage a little bit about them. He's he finding him a girl. Yeah, that and was he's, pretty. He's funny. going around campus. Hey, have you met my friend? Yeah, yeah, because he <laughs> was making the deal, so he was trying to, you know, um, do his end of the bargain. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find him a girl. Because he wanted, he wanted him to tutor him, and he was helping him find a girl. And I guess he did at the end of the Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was funny. Who was your favorite actor then? Oh, I mean, it's got to be Sean Austin. Yeah. Or Aunt Aston? Aston, yeah. Sean Aston, yeah. Aston. Yeah. Sean Aston. Yeah. Now y'all can take a drink on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, ha- I think I got that one right. <laughs> well, I should. He's a pretty big actor. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, Sean Aston and then John Favreau, he, they're pretty awesome together. Yeah. I wish I like, there were more scenes, actually. <laughs> and I like Fortune. Fortune, yeah. hit the the groundskeeper guy, he was really great. Their whole interactions a lot of time, when he, like when you went to give him the, found this key to the... Yeah, he's like, the, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Even when, <laughs> even when he wanted to give the key back to yeah. him, he's yeah. like, I didn't know what that about. is. <laughs> right. And the way he looked at him a lot of times when he would just <laughs> show his love for Notre Dame football, when he was running around the field after the... after. You know, they had a, a game and and he got run around being silly. And then when he was, they were in the locker room and he does the, the speech uh, in the locker room, staying on the stool. He just looks at him like, this guy is nuts. But he loves, <laughs> you just see it like, he just loves this. He loves Notre Dame. He loves, so I, I thought um, that guy, uh, the Fortune was a great, great character. Great. Yeah. The guy did a great job of it. I agree. Um, I'm going to give his name out. Hang on. Cause, because. Um, Charles, uh, Charles uh, Dutton, yeah, Charles Dutton. So give him some props on his 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 role in, role in the movie. And then you said, I, I your least favorite actor. I, I was going to not actor. I love uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, least char- character, favorite yes. character, right? Yeah, because the coach called him out on it on him on the field mm-hmm. that moment where he he wasn't really in it that much. I was just it was just a standout. I was like, oh, that was, and he never really kind of got over it. Yeah, like, well, he was in the, the scene. End. What in the parking lot when they were when they were getting on to him? Was he? Was yeah, he in that one? I think so. And then the 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 big moment when well, because I think he was a quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the big moment when he said, I think he said it was the la- I guess it was the last practice of his first season at Notre Dame. And then yeah, he 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 was getting on to Rudy for not letting up. He said this guy thinks it's like the Super Bowl and he's running around here like this and and the coach gets on to Vince Vaughn's character says if you had an if you had half the heart that Rudy does then you'd be all American by now then he's sent into like the third squad or something like that You could have made all American. As it is, you just went from the third team to the prep team. Go on, get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just proves a point of like, 
I thought that was pretty pretty moving just because, you know, because he was the quarterback. And so he's looking at Rudy like, oh, you're trying to you're trying to get my position. You're trying to be all this, you know. And that wasn't Rudy's intention. Like, Rudy was trying to make them better. Yeah. Because, like, even if, like, let's say you're in a leadership position, like, let's say you're the boss, you know. You have this young whippersnapper coming into work and he's trying to – you know, do all he can do, be the best he can, and and you feel threatened by that, you know? It's like, and that's very common in this day and age of, like, people feeling threatened, whether it's on social media or whatever. Even in my, my, my job, like, people come in and they're, like, they're just so good or they're very, it's just fire and wanting to learn and all this stuff, and so many people feel threatened by those people. I'm like, why? Just embrace them. Like, you know, let that fuel your fire because I know a lot of, like, I think that's ended up what happening was, you know, he had been doing this for so long and he was kind of just like going through the motions. And I think he felt, and I think that's what Rudy was trying to do was inspire everyone on the team to be better. You know? Right. Cause he knew he's not a football player. Right. And that was the thing is like, that's kind of what I think, I think there was a quote in there somewhere where it says, if I could put Rudy, Rudy's heart into one of their football player's right. bodies, yeah. like they would be a great football player. But Rudy knew he wasn't built to be a football player, and in no way, shape, or form could he ever be a football player because he's too small. Right. You know, and in instances like that, like he knew that. But he knew he had to prove everything. Yeah. And he knew that if he let up for a second, mm-hmm. one play, he could be quickly kicked off that team just because of his size. Yeah. And it it was all effort, all heart that yeah. kept him on that squad. And he knew he could not give up, let up for a second. Right. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with people who have like disabilities or, I mean, dare I even say women, you know, like we, and being a woman is not a disability, but we do have, you know. I feel like you have something to prove. Yeah, we do. And like, so, yeah, and, and a lot of times you're like that too. Like I've, you know, not in my own personal life, but I know some people, some women who are the same way, like, you know, doctors, you know, they, they can't give up, they can't let up for a second or some, or a man's going to come in and take your position, you know? And so I think that's how, I feel like that's what, like that story was kind of representing is like mm-hmm. people who have any kind of adversity against them, you know, don't, don't give up. Don't let those people put you down. Don't, you know, don't let that change your heart. Don't get mad. Don't get, let it harden your heart, but continue to keep pushing on and, even though you may not be able to be the best person for that job, whether it's something outside of your own physical or mental ability, you can still inspire those who can't. Right. You know, like it's like teachers. Like they say those who it. can't do teach, you know, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but like he said, like he he had things stacked against him. He had you know, adversity all around him from his home life to, you know, you know, trying to just stay afloat at school, his his learning disability. And so he had all these things. So he had to make up for it somehow. Like, and that was that was with his heart and his drive and his motivation. That's what, and his dreams, that's what kept him going and kept moving forward and to never give up and to not listen to the naysayers. But like you said, I mean, there's so many, everybody has good things and bad things in their life. You, there's things that hold you back, whether it's personally, whether it's physically, mentally, whatever, financially, there's things that hold you back, but there's other ways you can make up for those shortcomings. Well, I feel like they also make you a better person too. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you stronger. You walk through life and you're skating through life and everything is just handed to you. You know, I feel like you're not, you know, you have, you had no struggle 
to get to where you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you've had no adversity to, to fight against. And I feel like that always builds character, makes you a better person, makes you have more empathy for others. And right. there's yeah. just so many people in like, yeah, but there's like so many people in sports, you know, like you talk about, especially just, it's just, you see it all the time. The, the talent runs out eventually. Right. You know, you if, you don't, heart too, if you don't yeah. have the hard work, if you yeah. don't put the work in, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to catch up to you eventually. And that's, that's right. what, you know, that's Someone why else is going to pass you up that that's has more tell, heart. Yeah. That's why I tell our son that, that yeah. you know, that's why I tell Reed all the time with baseball. I was like, I was like, you don't, Talent don't let, can only get you so far. Yeah. I said, no one can, <laughs> don't let somebody outwork you. Yeah. You know, just cause you might have to put twice as much effort in, but yeah. You know, heart and passion will get you a long way. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got on that soapbox for a, long, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I agree though. That That's, that's just such a good, I mean, obviously that's what the whole movie's about. The whole ins- inspiring moments about is it, mm-hmm. into the very end. And it pays off at the end, right? Yeah. It's just, like I said, such a good last 30 minutes of the movie that this just top to bottom just keeps escalating throughout that whole scene, escalates right, to yeah. the very end to him getting carried off. And um, they said nobody has ever um, been been carried off Notre Dame field yeah. since. <laughs> I hope not either, because I think that's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Sarcastically or not, I don't right. care. <laughs> it's, it's still that those players respected him and that's liked right, him. Yeah. And that's still the reason they did it. Um, Let's talk about some favorite quotes. Yeah, some quotes and some facts. So this, and we'll I mean, I feel on. like this movie was full of quotes. Yeah? Like, full of quotes you can put on your poster with a cat. <laughs> Hanging up in your room. Yeah, which one? Which one? Did you, which one? I picked you like? out three because okay. there were so many. I I picked out three. Um, one was from Fortune, and it said, "And this this is gonna be my mantra for the rest of my life, or at least the rest of this year, <laughs> or next year." You put a poster on your yes. on your office. In your office? Um, which, which one was it? Uh, in this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so true. He says that during that whole speech yeah. when he's in, yeah, like we were talking about. That's part of that whole speech. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, great. Yep. And then I have two from Rudy. One of them was, um, oh my gosh, this makes me, like as soon as he said it, it just really hit my heart. Like it made me tear up. I think this is when, oh yeah, this is when he got on the team. He got on the practice team and he asked him if he was ready. And he said, I've been ready for this my whole life. Oh yeah. You ready, champ? I'm ready for this my whole life. Can you take us out on feet? I'm about to get emotional again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, that is just so awesome. Um, And then another one, which is another poster I'm going to put on my my wall. Sometimes a winner is a dreamer who just won't quit. Wow. That was a good one, yeah. I I don't remember him saying that. I don't know where he said that. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) I know. There was a lot of them that Rudy said, and I had had it on the quotes. I'm like, when did he say this? I yeah. mean, he just said them all the time. But like I said, I think some of them went in with some other speeches and some yeah, in the middle of yeah, other yeah, yeah. talking, um, for sure. Um, I like what, some of yours? I like what Pete said um, when he gives him his jacket, and he says, uh, well, you know, my dad always said having dreams is what makes life tolerable. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that one, too. That funny. And then I won't, like I said, I won't read the whole speech from Fortune, but... He goes, you're five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you and you barely uh, have a you barely have a speck of athletic ability, <laughs> and uh, the whole speech, yeah, the whole po- moments were were great. Yeah. 
Fortune himself was a good motivator, good uh, mentor and motivator for sure. Yeah. He, he was motivated to uh, have Fortune see his first game, watch yeah. first Notre Dame game, watching him play. So Yeah, I know. That was, was, really, that was a real tearjerker, too. And he turns he around, he's walking away while yes. he's painting the goalposts. And yes. he says, like, if, you, if you get on the, if you dress, I'll be there. Yeah. I just love his reaction, too. He's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of facts. I think I went over a couple of the facts that I found. One one other thing was uh, the movie Rudy is one of only two movies allowed to shoot at Notre Dame campus. Oh, wow. Well, speaking of oh, that, no. too, um, I read that the football scenes were shot by the NFL. That's why they looked like yeah. the football games. But they, they shot, shot them from, from the, the sidelines. From yeah. the sidelines, right. They didn't do on-the-field shots right. because it made it look more authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was really neat. But yeah, they said the NFL crew, I guess, shot that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so where it made it look like they were real movies, yeah. real shows, yeah. Right. I know they had a couple of, there was a couple of things about which some of the games, I saw some of the games that they were shooting at. There was like one of them was a Penn State game that he was sitting in the stands. They actually did not even play Penn State that year, but it was a, they were shooting um, one of the games from the 1992 season during that. So they were just, they shot some of the scenes during halftime of some of the game. One of the, I think one of the games was a Boston College game. I think that was the one that his parents, his dad and stuff were in the stands. I think that was the Boston College game because you can oh, see okay. some of the colors or something like that. You can see a lot of the colors in the stands that were oh, really? like, yeah. <laughs> no Georgia Tech people there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little, it's, you know, they're black and gold and Boston College is gold and red. So, so anyways, let's, uh, that's all I have. If you had anything else, I think we've talked long enough about Rudy. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's, a good rewatchable movie. Like I said, if one comes on, you can watch. We talked about we should when we started the movie. We like we should we should let the kids watch it. Yeah, and I think it was really good. And then I was watching. It was kind of slow in the beginning. Yeah. And once it gets to the football part, they would definitely yeah. enjoy the second half of the movie. But the lead up, it might be a little too slow form at times. I know, and the friend dying might be a little disturbing. Yeah, the <laughs> explosion in the. We have very sensitive children when it comes to yeah. like death in movies and they uh very very uh they react strongly to it so yeah, that's know. true <laughs> that's true so well that's one that they will eventually watch that's yeah. a good safe family friendly movie that yeah it's but like i said the football portion what was it rated pg PG-13? yeah it's pg pg it's pg yeah all right let's get to the his and her rating so I know you like to get my, you want to make my scores go down, but I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's not a competition, right? Right. It's not a competition <laughs> because I'm winning. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. So what, 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 let's go. What's, what's your rating of this movie? Do you have a lead in? A lead in? Just going to go for it. Oh, I was going to go for it. Right, it's five. Give? It's a five. A five? It's a five. You gave it a five. It's a five. I really love this movie. I could rewatch it by myself. Yeah. Wow. It's a great movie. I mean, you got me with the I got inspiration. <laughs> the inspiration. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Write it down, folks. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was clean. It was, you know, funny, inspiring, tearjerker. Like, even like. Did you the, cry? Did you? Did I you tear up, teared up, but I didn't okay. cry. No, but like I even teared up again. I'm but with the with the friend dying, like that was really sad. But I was I, not glad, but 
I appreciated that it was in the beginning of the film. Like I think if it was at the end, mm-hmm. it would I would have probably lost it. You know what I mean? So it was like the loss happened in the beginning and then it ended very nice, you know, like very inspiring and um you know, all that all that he wanted worked out for him, you know, maybe not the way he planned it, but I think the way he thought it would anyways, you, you know, like I said, he he know he knew he wasn't a football player. Right. Um, but no, I always like a good movie that ends in nice inspiration. It was <laughs> and this it's this movie just builds the whole time. It just yeah. starts and just builds and builds. Had great actors, great characters, um, writing was great. Uh, and and the fact that it was a true story was really cool. I like yeah. that. But yeah, no. But the creative can't. takes on it were really good. Yeah, can't. I mean, I was a little, and I'm a little disappointed now that a couple of the, my favorite scenes aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's Hollywood for you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said that this one is one of the better ones as far as taking stuff out and and hollow and Hollywooding. I guess whatever you say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the movie. So this they, this does a good job of of capturing it all of, of the real and just putting enough in there for dramatic effects and, and, and for storytelling right. a lot of that stuff. So, well, I got a five. You got a five. Okay. I'll give you the next one a five. I promise. No. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. So, okay. So gladiator was a four and a half, right? Yeah. Well, I really like gladiator. It was just too bloody. Yeah. Like I said, it was four I, and a half. And I didn't think I'd get over four and a half. Uh, anything. No, well, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of it does have a lot of it is a rewatchability factor weighs in, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm Gladiator. I I would rewatch it, but not anytime soon. Like right. I'm good for a while, but like Rudy, I could watch it again right after I watched it. Like it was so great. Like it made me feel good. Like it made me feel like I could do anything, and I just <laughs> love those kind of movies. You know, <laughs> yeah. got you with the inspiring movie. Yes, I cheated. I <laughs> you cheated. did cheat. I already knew when you said it. I was like, dang it. <laughs> well, that's fun. That's all right. I'm gonna find one for you. <laughs> all right, all right I, I won't be as harsh anymore on your movies. No, you gotta be kidding. truthful. I'm just kidding. No, I'll stay true to You're myself. Just harsh your personality. That's fine. <laughs> that's just a mean person. You're just more pessimistic. <laughs> I'm just true. kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the My pick. your pick. So you get to pick the next one. Yes. Num- so, uh, episode 12. Episode 12. So I always struggle with like what movies to pick. I don't know if you do, but I do. I do. I struggle so hard. I don't know why. But, I mean, I have a very long list and it keeps growing. Yeah. And I have a couple of movies I need to ask you about. But I'll ask you off, off podcast, right. <laughs> off recording to see if you've watched them before or once or twice. Because they're some of my favorite oh, inspirational okay. movies. Oh. <laughs> inspirational. <laughs> But I, know but I do I do jump around too because I, I look at what I've picked the genres mm-hmm. I try to pick a genre and then I realized I was thinking about like I haven't picked a sports movie that's a good one that's what made me think of Rudy was because I hadn't done a sports movie yet and remember Titans is off the table because right. I've seen it so many times and because it was football season it was a good reason to sure go to Rudy so <laughs> but it was a it was a different genre yeah so like my next that's not one, different genres I've done musicals no that's I've in, done... no I'm not saying you haven't I'm just oh. saying that's the that's the struggle that's how I oh, try to, a lot of action yeah, the, yeah. the struggle I have with doing it because I don't want to do the same genres back to back and I'm like oh right. well, no none I, of feel us that. I feel that so anyway yeah because I've done rom rom-coms I've done um musicals, musicals comedies I've really done a drama well, a, I don't know, Dirty Dancing. I don't know. It's I a go, drama dance. It's it not really. A drama. It's not a rom com. It's not comedy. It's a romance drama. Yeah, we'll say that. Um, so I went a different route. Okay. 
Um, this one you got. Somebody helped you pick this one. Is that right? No. Or somebody. No, I'm not doing that one. Oh, you changed it. Yes, I did. Oh I changed gosh. it because you... that one I haven't seen. And I may oh. have seen maybe once. So I kind of really want to do movies I've seen a lot and I really like that you haven't seen. You know, kind of continuing on our theme. Um, but no, so this one is not a rom-com. It's not a romance at all. Um, but it's... Super nervous. <laughs> Why are you always so kidding. nervous? It's the unknown, isn't the it? The unknown. <laughs> Keeps life exciting. Um, that was very, one, of my, one of my favorite quotes from a friend of mine recently was... Um, uh, she said, life with me must be exciting. <laughs> yeah. Guess is that a compliment? I don't know. It was like what somebody knew that you met on your yes, trip. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not new, but like yeah, rekindled friendship. Yeah, yeah. somebody had. Um, anyways, we're dragging this out way too long. So I'm picking the 1989. 89. Oh, let me guess. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> you guess. I, I, you can guess if you want. I guess. 89. Yours. No cheating. <laughs> it's not when Mary hit when Harry met Sally. I don't know. Steel Magnolias. Oh, Still Magnolias. We had talked about that one a we while did, back. Yeah. Still Magnolias. That's with Julia Roberts. Yep. Uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Well, Julia Roberts. Main, she's in it. She's not she's, the main character. Yeah, she's not the main character. Yeah. Still Magnolias. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Still I've seen, Magnolias. I saw it a lot when I was younger, so I'm kind of anxious to see. I don't know what this movie is about. It's very I've, heavy, so I'll just heavy. warn you. Drama. Straight. Is it a straight drama? No, it's got comedy in it, but it's just movie. very. It's a heavy movie. Mm. There's another movie like that too that I want to bring up too. It's very traumatizing because I watched this. This as, has got older actors, actors. Yes, actresses. I believe I cannot think of her name. I can see her face right now. She was. Um, oh shoot! She was in. She was Mrs. Doubtfire and Miss Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Fields? She was yes, the mom. Sally She's Fields. This, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's Julia Roberts' mom. Oh, okay. I believe. I could be completely wrong. You don't know. <laughs> but I think that's it. But anyways, we're going to watch it and find out. <laughs> yeah. I've had plenty of those. I'm like, this. that's what this movie is? That's who's in this movie? And they're not in that movie at all. Yeah. I've done that before. I know. Well, like I said, it's probably been maybe 15, 20 years since I saw this movie. So wow. it'll be nice watching so it So what made adult. you go with Still Magnolias? Just, um, just it's it's you know a movie that is so good and powerful, and I've just wanted to watch it again. It's inspiring? I don't know if it's inspiring. Yeah. Is it I don't sad? remember it. It's sad. Yes, it is. Sad. I don't want to start. To stay. I don't want to listen to. Well, it may not be sad to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Because I'm because I'm cold hearted. <laughs> no. <laughs> so cold hearted. I would laugh at the at the sad parts. No. Okay. No. But well, you'll have to find out. Still magnolias. Yeah. Okay. Next episode. I hope we could find that on a streaming service to watch. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so all just right, google I'll, it and you can find google it. it i know we only have a couple people that like to watch it before this episode comes out so yeah. that'd be all right yeah <laughs> all right well we're watching steel magnolias next yep so look forward to that y'all this is um it's been a fun episode i got my five first five star from <laughs> megan <laughs> She's cringing. As much as I hated giving I it to you. <laughs> I, I didn't give it to you. I gave it to Rudy, okay? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just because you picked it doesn't mean you get to earn no, it. No, I get it. It's all me now. <laughs> and All right. So we'll wrap it up, guys. We Thanks for sticking with us. Hope y'all are still enjoying our us ramble on about movies. 
not being real movie critics, but just enjoying movies. Yeah, regular old people. Just regular old people enjoying right. movies and talking about it. And I hope you... Like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I hope you agree with me about oh, everything thanks, with, with Megan. Yeah, no. If you don't, reach out to me personally. <laughs> <laughs> we all know if I agree with you more. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll wrap it up. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Yeah, bye, guys. Oh, <laughs>